Welcome to Bongbo's Babes, your go-to source for bite-sized tips on launching and running a business. Ami Tanzia, a balance sheet entrepreneur based in UK, working with fashion, marketing, beauty, and hospitality, and in love with traveling, gardening, and my family and friends. Our Ami Afrin, a nerd, bookworm, fashion and beauty obsessed Bangladeshi based in Canada, working with a global women's organization. We are here to help you with your business. So sit back and relax with your favorite cup of tea or coffee with us, two besties, to enjoy the show. And don't forget to hit subscribe so that you don't miss any of our latest episodes released every Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You're listening to episode one of our podcast, Bong Boss Babes. In today's episode, we will be giving you an insight about the two of us. So, Afreen, chalo, tumar kotha diya shuru kuri. Hi, Ami Afreen, mother of two kids. Ami A-levels are pori Canada and move kuri for my undergrads. I've always been fond of math. I mean, I took math A, B, and pure math for my O-levels. I think it was the last year for math A. But anyway. I'm Shabshumai Jantam Je. I was going to be an entrepreneur because my Babara, Dadara, family, Shabai, Shabshumai businessy, Koreashche. So I didn't think much about the subject that I was going to choose. I thought, you know, I like math. So let me just pursue this subject. So I completed my honors in BSc in mathematics at U of T St. George. I got a second major in economic geography as well. After my marriage, I had to move a lot. I mean, I moved nine times in eight years, to be precise. But because I moved so much, I focused on doing things that were not affected by location. At first, to keep myself busy, I enrolled and completed another degree, which was BCom with accounting major. Don't ask me why. I'm just a nerd who likes to go to school. (laughs) You have always been. I know, it's crazy. Then after my first child in 2012, I started freelancing as a makeup artist. In 2014, my dad started a business in Toronto. So I started helping him remotely as I moved from one city to another, you know, because that was the only way I could help him. And then while doing all of this in 2016, I launched my Etsy shop on a whim. It was just like, I thought about it and I launched it without giving it a second thought. I started to sell customized planner inserts. I've always been an avid planner. So this was more like a fun thing to do than work. And the store started expanding slowly, slowly. So I started adding many other items. And at one point, I added my hijab and hair product line as well. Then in 2017, my love for fashion led me to open a luxury consignment store um, on the side. So basically, I was doing all of this at from, from home. So I was pretty good at spotting fake purses. And I thought, you know, there was a big market for people who wanted to buy pre-loved purses, but they didn't know what was authentic and what wasn't. And I thought I would use my skill to you know, start a business. (laughs) Unfortunately, I had to stop that when I moved back to Toronto because it was too time consuming. And by then, I formally joined my father's business full time to work with him. Then in 2019, I got in touch with a women's organization based in the US and I started working with them. 
then formally I took charge of the Toronto branch in 2020. And then in the meantime, I also launched a global women's organization called the Muslimas Meet. But here's the thing, though. I know I just told you guys that I'm a nerd, but I'm not all work and no play person. In my free time, I enjoy reading books, watching crime TV and sappy romantic Asian dramas. I've been watching K-dramas. <laughs> I know, you know, like I love my K-dramas, okay? I mean, I know that they're trendy now, but when we used to have Arirang and Taka, I oh, used to watch it yeah, back in like those so times, okay? Good. The food is so good, yeah. <laughs> That's the restaurant, but I'm saying there was a channel called Aryang TV in Dhaka. Oh, okay. No, yeah. I have no clue about that. <laughs> no, there was a channel that was, and they, they used to have English subtitle. So I used to watch K dramas from then on. That oh, was wow. like a while back. Wow. Okay. I used to go to school then. So I guess like late 90s, early 2000 or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also a huge fan of all things DC and Marvel. Please don't ask me to choose between the two. I could watch Star Wars, X-Men, and Avenger movies on repeat days after days. Occasionally, when I have the time, I'll blog or make a YouTube video here and there. Anyway, back to work stuff. So basically, during the pandemic, when Tanzia approached me with the podcast idea, I jumped on it right away. You know, we've been best friends since we were little. So there's that level of trust. And we also have very oh, similar business you. and That's work. That's so sweet. <laughs> it's true. And we also have very similar business and work ethics. So I thought, you know, oh, we do. it's the best way to do. Anyway, enough about me. Let's listen to you. Tell me about you. So my name is Tanzia Sinha. And I came to London for doing my degree in 2008. It was very funny how I actually came to London. So my parents never wanted me to leave Bangladesh or actually, to put it this way, that they never wanted me to leave their site ever. So they wanted <laughs> Aren't me. all friends like that? <laughs> Especially, I guess, when you're the only child. So I have been the only oh my child gosh, since... Yes. Yeah, I was 19. So when I was 19, I had my brother. So before that, I was the only child. And they never wanted me to leave London. Um, Sorry, leave Bangladesh. So when I actually decided that I will go abroad to study, so I actually convinced them to let me go for backpacking. So they gave me some money and then they said, you can go and work and do your backpacking for six months. So with that money, I actually came and I got myself an admission in university. And oh my gosh. <laughs> That's always... <laughs> I didn't know all these details, by the way. <laughs> so there you go. I'm revealing it to the whole world now. <laughs> so I came here, I took my admission, and I actually negotiated with the university that if I don't get to study after my tourist visa is over, you can keep the whole money and I will not come to university. I'll actually leave the country. So I gave them my whole year's tuition fee and I got admitted. So after three months of class, when I was supposed to go back for my end of backpacking trip, I went back and I told my dad that I got admitted and I need to start university. So you need to get me student visa. So he was very odd. Anyways, long story short, after I finished my degree, I still stayed in UK 
And that was in 2011. I finished my degree from University of Burbank in law. And after that, I started working with some law firms here as a legal secretary. So I also had a short course on that, and that helped me get a job as a legal secretary. And after working there for about a few months, almost like nine months, I decided that I should start my own company on the side as a side hustle. So I Yay. started... <laughs> Yeah, it was it was like an obvious thing because it was always that I wanted to do creative studies. I don't know if you remember when we were in um, school, I was asking you, oh, Afreen, there is a course on hairdresser. I think I should take that on for my A-levels. And you're like, but Bangladeshi is offering. I was like, yeah, but it would be so good. And then you're like, you're Full of crazy stuff. I still remember that conversation. Yeah, I know. I remember you always wanting to do these kind of stuff. Yes. And I used to be so skeptical. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. It's a corona. It's a mono. And that doesn't make and sense. It doesn't make sense. What are you going to do? You always had yeah. these things for me. Thank God. I actually had a real degree just because of that perception that you had. And, you know, you pushing me. So <laughs> you give me too much credit. <laughs> I always do. You're my best friend. So in 2011, I started my own company, which was related to RMG. And because my family comes from an RMG background, so it was an obvious thing. So it was not mainly manufacturing. It was more of fashion sourcing. And then at the end of 2011, which was around December, so that's three months after running my own company, I decided that I should launch an upscale menswear brand. And I started working on that. And in 2012, April, I actually launched my brand, Attire. So I was working in that full time. I left my job at in middle of 2012, and I was working with Attire and I was working with my company, OPEC Fashion UK. And I learned most of the things about business from there. So funny enough, even loading and unloading containers, I learned while I was doing that. So hands on to, hands down, respect to that business that's still going on. Alhamdulillah, it's going very well. So Too after that, you. thank you. So it also got me into a lot of exhibitions and a lot of fashion shows. I got into London Fashion Week. I got to exhibit in London Fashion Week with attire. So things like that. After that, in 2012, end of 2012, I was also working with my father because he thought that, oh, she's doing this, all these things by herself. Why not also she do a lot of things with me? So so I started working with him in his RMG in 2012. And also I had the chance of working in his construction company. So he had three projects in hand and the construction company was called Shikara Properties Limited. So I was looking into sourcing stuffs at the finishing products for the construction. And that went on. And then in 2017, I started marketing for a beauty brand. It's called Tropic Skincare. The 
Bran has a very fun story to it. So it's owned by a girl called Susie Ma, who was the runner-up of Apprentice UK. And one of the, not one of the, the person who actually ran Apprentice or was employer of all the Apprentice, Lord Sugar, even though Susie Ma was the second runner-up, but his her business model was so good it was such an innovative business that Lord Sugar still invested in her business. So I fell in love with that brand uh, because of some personal reasons that I had with my skin. And after I started using it, I actually saw those things disappear or improve. So I started marketing as an ambassador and I fell in love with that industry so much, the beauty and aesthetics that I also went and got degrees. So I qualified in VTCT and OCN for beauty and aesthetics. And I also did an AET for teaching beauty and aesthetics. So I have been practicing. (laughs) Thank you. So I have been practicing aesthetics ever since. And I'm a licensed, qualified beauty teacher as well. And then in 2018, Again, for a personal reason or a personal experience, I also launched ethnic fashion brand for women in UK, and that's called Nika. So Nika also has a fun trend to it or an ethos to it. So Nika in Bengali means shiro or a role model that is some a role model that everyone can look up to. So Nika, whenever it is in whichever city, it's called Nika of that city. So right now, Nika is in London. So it's called Nika of London. When Nika is in Dhaka exhibiting, it's called Nika of Dhaka. When Nika will be in Toronto, we are supposed to be taking Nika to Toronto yes. for an exhibition. So it was is, supposed to be here this June. And then yeah, because, because of, of the pandemic. The pandemic yeah. Yeah. So it was supposed to be a part of Pakistan Fashion Week. Toronto. So when it goes to Toronto, it's going to be called Nike of Toronto. And then when it goes to Geneva, it's called Nike of Geneva. So it's Nike mainly, but right now it's also called Nike of London. So I'm working with that. And then lately, I have also started tapping my toes into technology. So the technological industry, what's happening, what can be done there. So I'm pretty much testing the waters and let's see what happens. I also run a family-based business, which is in uh, hospitality in Bangladesh. So I actually advise and I'm the decision maker of it. It's called Coventina Lake Suites. And I also run a very small side hustle here, which we mainly Airbnb or uh, rent out to long-term guests or travelers in the UK as well. So these things keeps me very occupied, keeps my plate very full, and I love to work. I'm a very workaholic person. I'm not going to say that I'm very intelligent in the way of in the way I work, but I I do work really hard. So 
Other she than- does. She works so hard. <laughs> my goodness. Every time we're talking, she's doing work stuff and talking. Like you can tell how busy she is. Oh, That's yeah. why I think we gel in the first place because even as adults, we lead such similar lives. I mean, mm-hmm. I know she has a lot of variety of work but oh, even in you. my end I'm always working too oh, you're and that's how we got like, like you know we connected and we we're like you know what we <laughs> so many things the same way yeah. yeah we do we do in fact I think the audience should know that we were neighbors when we were kids so we literally used to live behind each other each other's house. So, and we went to the same school. We went to the same teachers. So we were always together, but now we are in two different countries. But the podcast actually gives us a reason to be together as well, other than friendly talks. So it's a project that we're doing together. So yeah, other than my work, I also... I'm raising my brother. So he's 15 now. So as mentioned before, that he's 19 years age difference of with me. Yeah, so I do that. He's going to be doing his GCSE this year. So I'm very worked up with that. And I love spending time with my family, which includes my husband. Parents lives in Bangladesh, but they visit quite often. So I love spending time with them. And I also love, love spending time with my friends. Afreen, even though she's not here, we spend a lot of time on the phone. I have very few close friends who are like my family. So they live here. So I spend a lot of time with them. And I love traveling, even though I don't get to do that much other than work travel. But I tend to travel or I tend to take out time to travel. I make sure I do that in my year. Um, that is such a good habit. That is a very good habit. Oh, yeah, that is. It's so important, I think. And we will be touching some topics on that in our podcast, that how it actually helps. And I also spend time gardening. So the first thing I did when I bought my house was make sure that I have a huge garden. So I love spending time gardening. I also used to have pets, but now I'm just left with one cat. So I spend a lot of time with her. She, I think, forgot that she's a cat. She tends to behave like a dog because I spend so much time with her whenever I'm home. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it about me. So, Afreen, tell me... Why do you think we started the podcasting? What made us want to podcast? Well, I just started it because you offered me and I was like, <laughs> you know what? This is this sounds great. She's asking me and I trust her and we gel together, oh. so why not? <laughs> That's why I just I just jumped in because you jumped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel I always feel so loved by you and I always feel like Oh, same, you know, same. I feel loved by you. Too. You love me a lot. Thank yeah, you for that. I do. I do. So, yeah. What made you think about it? Because, you know, I never really asked you that. You asked me and I said, yeah, let's do it. But I never really asked you. um, Let's put it this way. I love to talk. And, you know, I always thought that I would have a radio show. But (laughs) my mom always calls me the newscaster. But, yeah, well, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Jokes apart. 
So other than music, recently I have started listening to a lot of podcasts myself. So I thought, why not? Why not do something, you know, of my own or start a podcast project? Because it's been something I've been doing so much while I'm driving to work or while I'm doing the house chores. So I thought that it it must be something interesting to actually put out things about us or things about myself, especially for the Bangladeshi audience, because Bangladeshi, I don't think so there is any good podcast for people to listen to still, especially those that women are doing. So I thought that who else could be better than you to actually you know, partner with me to do this. So yeah, that's, <laughs> Thank that's you what for the main that. reason. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so that was the main reason why I thought that I should start podcasting with you or we should start a project. So yeah. What do you think people should be expecting um, from our podcast? From my end, since most of my business is online, Mm-hmm. I'll be providing tips on launching products online, expanding the market, balancing work while being a full-time mom. I can also provide tips on handling employees because I've had a lot of experience with that as I work with my father. So I deal with a lot of HR, payroll, that kind of stuff too. Besides you know, my own thing where I'm the only boss and I'm the only employee. But yeah, I think I can give a little perspective on those aspects and then balancing your life as a mother as well as your work. Because I know a lot of women are interested in um, doing their own thing, even men who are interested in open, you know, Mm -hmm. starting a side hustle. And maybe they're trying to think how to do it with a full-time job. So I I guess I can provide that. Mm, (laughs) I can provide that perspective. So interesting and helpful for sure. Yeah, Thamzi has so many different businesses. I bet you guys have a lot to learn from her. (laughs) Why don't you say something? Oh, that's so sweet. You just pamper me all the time. But well, I think I will be talking a lot about myself or as a person that I am and my experiences with my work and the life I'm living and how I'm doing things around work and life. And I'll try to give as much tips and inside stories of the industries that I'm working in so that people actually understand what it involves and what it takes and what it is like so that even somebody, if they're interested in one of the industries, they at least get to taste a slice of the cake before they actually decide to bake one. So (laughs) probably those sort of things will definitely come in I'll try actually to put in as much as possible. And yeah, I also, think that'll be a lot of good info for the audience. Yeah, I, I hope so. No, yeah, I because so. you have experience in so many different fields mm-hmm. from the service industry to product related industry, like to real estate. Uh-huh. I think you have a lot to give. And I think our audience would love learning from you. Yeah, I, I, I bet it's going to be the same from you, Afreen, especially uh-huh. with all that you actually involve yourself she gives so hands too on. much credit, people. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm being very honest. Honestly, I'm being very honest. Oh, you're a sweetheart. And Thank you for I think also so we will be 
interviewing people from different businesses and professional yeah. backgrounds. So that will be something people should watch out for. So Yeah, think- so it won't be just us talking. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys are going to get tired of us. Oh what are gosh. these two girls talking all the time? No, we'll have some other people too. Of course, so don't of bore course. You. To share, yeah, to share the voice, of course. So, yeah, I think that's it for our intro episode. Um, And don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Bye.